Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to High Commentary. Hope you guys are having a great week, a great weekend, a great morning, a great afternoon, a great evening. I thank you guys for listening and for being patient with me. But you know when I come back, I come back with some tea, you know? So if you guys listened to my last segment, which was access or admiration, then you will be able to understand that this is a part two. And this segment is going to be about, wait for it, the power of karma. Stay tuned. All right, so before we get this conversation started, I got to let you guys know what I'm smoking on, and I'm currently about to light up when I find my lighter. (laughs) It's animal cookies with some ghost train haze, and I added some keef, so we're going to call this blunt a Jeffrey. (laughs) And if you've watched uh, Get Him to the Greek, then you totally know what I'm talking about, minus all that other shit, because I don't do that stuff. So... Cheers. Mm. It's so yummy. And I love Keith. Like, Keith just smooths out your smoke. All right, let's get into it. Now, The reason why I wanted to discuss the power of karma is because I feel like a lot of people don't realize, you know, that certain roadblocks that happen to them or certain situations that they seem to have stumbled upon is due to their karma. And some people, you know, who actually enjoy malice will make excuses rather than to say, Damn, that was my karma. An example. You know, I was talking, you know, to someone, getting to know the person. If you've listened to Access or Admiration, then you totally know what's up. And, you know, the person did a lot of, you know, flaky stuff, said a lot of things that wasn't really nice, and pretty much toyed with my time, my effort, my emotions. And who I am as a person, you know? And lately, you know, it seems like either the person may be frustrated with me or just maybe frustrated at life. And, you know, you could tell in their face. You could tell in anyone's face, you know, when something is wrong, especially mine. So I feel like instead of understanding that there is a time when you must take accountability they prefer to see it as, it's just a bad day. It's just a bad moment. When in all actuality, if people are starting to, you know, be upset with you, aggravated, annoyed, most of the time it's because you're under the impression that not taking accountability for how you treat people is not going to come back to you in some type of way. And that's far from the truth. Simply because 
Karma will never come in the form that you want it to come in. It will always come when it feels that it is a perfect time to come in. And people, you know, a lot of people do assume like, oh, if I cheat on the person, you know, then I'm going to get cheated on twofold. No, it doesn't necessarily work like that. If you're not nice to a person and you do it under malice, then something else that karma knows is going to bother you, that's what they're going to play with. That's what karma is going to play with. What bothers you, not what you assume will bother you. Because after all, God knows you better than you. All right, so for those who may not be keen on the definition of karma, karma in layman terms is basically the result of a person's actions as well as the actions themselves. It is a term about the cycle of cause and effect, which means with every action, there is a reaction. According to the theory of karma, what happens to a person happens because they caused it with their actions. Now, let's not get this misconstrued with, oh, a person, you know, somehow develops cancer. Okay? Now, okay, slightly a lot of people would say, well, if you smoke cigarettes, well, that's the consequence. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But let's not get this misconstrued with, you know, a person just walking down the street, minding their own business, decided to go to the store and coincidentally gets caught in a crossfire, okay? That's just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. We're talking about relations and friendships and, you know, building trust and also understanding that karma exists and it's never going to come in the way that you want it to come or when you want it to come. It's going to come when you least expect it because it's going to come when it is needed. Understand that because that helps people like me be aware of what I do and, you know, why I'm doing it because When I didn't think about my actions, I reaped the consequences. But now that I think about my actions, I know how to pull away. I know how to silence myself. I know how to be, you know, just quiet. I don't have bad karma. My karma has been good. Now, as far as dealing with, you know, the person, I don't think that was karma on my part. I actually believe that I was interrupting their karma, which is why every effort that I made to make it work was not working, okay? And the reason why I say this is because after reading a quote a few days ago, it said, be careful who you save, you might be in the way of someone's karma. When I read that, it resonated with me so deeply because after all that shit that I was going through, (laughs) that one quote kind of made me understand 
that the reason why all these efforts and all this time wasn't being transferred into their brain was because I was in the way of their karma. And I feel like, coincidentally, I kind of saw a glimpse of their karma when I decided to step away. Okay? When I decided to step away is when I was able to see a little bit of that karma in fruition. And sadly, I feel like that person is so much of a narcissist that they won't understand that their frustrations or their frustrations towards me is simply because with every action, there's a reaction. And that person's action or actions and behaviors and what they said was the seed that they decided to plant in the dirt, okay? To then stem out into roots which created the reaction of the leaves. All right, so this is going to be my last segment. And I really, really, you know, was interested in trying to find other ways to describe karma. So I came across this article uh, right now on the Huffington Post. And it's called What is Karma and How Does It Work by Judith Johnson. And as I was reading the article, one part really got to me, you know, in a good way. And that is that the deeper understanding of karma rests upon our essential identity as souls. Spiritual beings who are animated by a vital and divine force. So, people who believe that karma exists understand the universe a little more than most and are in tuned. It goes on to say, as souls are spiritually held accountable for what we create, promote, and allow in our lives, we are constantly in the process of accruing and or balancing out karmic depths of responsibility for our creations. Karma is not physical. It is spiritual. And we carry karma forward through time within a given lifetime or, as some believe, from one lifetime until the next, okay? It is the balancing of action of karma that plays out on the stage of our everyday lives through our bodies, thoughts, feelings, relationships, circumstances, and experiences, okay? The name of the game of life is to pay off our karmic debts rather than accruing new ones so we can come to know ourselves and others as divine beings and enter into the consciousness of God. Deep shit. Deep shit. 
She goes on to say, just as gravity is a law of the physical world, so is karma a law of the spiritual world. We are held responsible for our actions and more precisely for the intention of our actions. Mm. For the intention of our actions. I just had to say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> this responsibility exists within the context of an individual soul's relationship with God. Let me say that again. This responsibility exists within the context of an individual soul's relationship with God. When one deliberately disobeys the will of God, karma is accrued. It is the intent of one's actions that generates karma. Right there. It says it. Okay? It also goes to say, the casual relationship between our current actions and future occurrences is referenced in Galatians 6-7, King James Version. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. All right? So if you want to read more about this topic of karma, definitely, definitely, definitely. Feel free to go in. There's a lot more. Uh, once again, it is the Huffington Post, HuffPost.com. And the blog is What is Karma and How Does It Work by Judith Johnson. So that's going to be the end of this segment. Hope you guys gained insight maybe was able to tap into yourself if you felt like you were, you know, going through some type of karma. Also, I hope I gave you more insight as far as the definition of karma and how it works. But also to realize that sometimes that, you know, effort that you make and that affection that you feel for a person could not be something that could be received at that moment because they're experiencing their karma. And the best thing for you to do is to stay away. You don't want to get in between someone's karma because getting in between someone's karma is basically you getting in between God. Okay? And I don't do those things. And the moment I released myself was the moment I was able to actually see a little bit of that karma in fruition, which means... Stay out the way and handle your own shit, <laughs> pretty much. So stay high, stay fly, and stay prayed up. Always keep your foot, your chancla, tu teni, cualquiera on the devil's neck because we're all about positivity and realness. Definitely, definitely, definitely big thanks to all of you. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for giving me feedback. I love you guys so much from the bottom of my heart. Till next time. Besitos. Bye.